We've all been there. Our wife, our spouse, our partner, they ask us, uh, can you get that done this weekend? Sure, I can do that. How do I do that? I don't even know if I have the right tools to do that. Hey, let's build it on radio.com with Corey Heppola and from Lindus Construction, Andy Lindus. Sure, honey, I can get that done. Uh, I don't know if I have the right tools. Andy, how do I know if I have the right tools? I'm not you. I don't keep an inventory of what I have. <laughs> uh, well, I might be on the other end of the spectrum. I might have a, a bit of a problem. And if you ask my wife and my family, I, I do have a problem. I have more power tools than maybe one person should have. But every tool has a specific job. Now, you don't need every tool, say, my favorite brand, Milwaukee makes, unless you really want to. But there is some four tools, I think, that for uh, do-it-yourself or around the house that can come in pretty handy. All right, let's simplify this. Hey, here's what's trending. Okay, give me your power tool starter kit, Andy. You know, the, the first one is going to be a power drill. And you can really spend anywhere from $50 to $300, depending on the drill that you get. I highly recommend a brushless version, but you probably don't need, the ordinary person doesn't need the highest end drill that whatever manufacturer you choose makes. Now, be careful. They're, these drills have specific settings, and I highly recommend looking at the directions and and watching a YouTube video because you can use it in a manner which you can wreck whatever you're working on it. A lot of times it has to cho- do with choosing the right bit, but a power drill is going to be the first one. A circular saw is going to be the second one, and if you don't have a battery-operated shop back yet, I highly recommend it. It's fastly becoming the number one used battery operated tool that I own. My shop vac, whether it's dust collection with other power tools that I have or just regular job site cleanup, but I have a backpack vacuum by Milwaukee that it is my favorite tool. Being able to climb up ladders and and clean out cobwebs and, and get up to hard to reach areas with it, it's very, very nice. The other tool that most people don't have, but I think they should, is the oscillating saw or multi-tool. This one tool alone has at least 30 different attachments you can get, which makes it a very versatile tool. It also makes it one of the most tools that is most commonly misused. So you've got three here. You've got the power drill, you've got the circular saw, you've got the oscillating saw, and I think we've got one more, but, but I also wanna go back to the power drill All right, so most people know what a power drill is. At least most people know how to use one and what you might use with that. But but what do they cost? What's the range for a power drill? Anywhere from $50 to $250. But like I said, you don't have to buy the highest end one for most do-it-yourselfers. I just recommend you find one that is brushless and get at least two batteries. Batteries is really where it's at. And, And when it comes to picking a brand of power tools, like I know the guys I work with, it, it's it's either uh, this type of guy or this type of guy, and there's there's really no in between. They're all really good tools. I'm a Milwaukee person. I just I really like their tools. All the batteries are awesome, and I can get a really lightweight battery to a a 12 volt battery that is going to last for you know all day for those types of projects, or if it's a bigger saw you're trying to run. 
Okay, so I've got I got a couple more or questions on power drills, but I'm gonna I'm gonna table that for a second. I want to get to the circular saw. You kind of mentioned what it does. So give me one thing that in my house today, if I got a circular saw, how much is it gonna cost me? Give me one project that I can do with it. Well, uh, you can get a good cordless circular saw for under a hundred dollars. I would take whatever blade that that circular saw comes with, and then I would spend another $15 on a very high quality blade. Diablo is uh, my favorite circular saw blade. And basically anything you want to cut with it, you can from uh, a wood product. If you want to frame up uh, a wall, if you have some two by fours you want to cut or a picture frame to make a circular saw is a really good way to do it. If you have paneling that you're cutting or sheeting that you're cutting, it's just a, it's an excellent tool to have out of all of the tools on the job site, the circular saw, the sawzall and the drill are probably the three most commonly used saws until the like the advent of that oscillating saw in the last five years is fastly becoming a, a tool that replaces a lot of those and that's a multi-tool so that's our number three the oscillating saw all right one pro- how much is this going to cost me and then one project that i can do with it at my house all right um you can get a good oscillating tool for around a hundred dollars and uh, a good blade package for maybe another 50 bucks so you're at $150 total for a tool that can do, say you wanna do grout removal. There's a grout removal diamond blade. And this thing has a bunch of varying speeds. Start as slow as you possibly can. But anybody that's tried to remove grout with that, that back and forth chisel motion and, and you slip and you break a tile and you have to try to replace the tile, it's, it's, it's not a fun job. This is just, it's just like, if you can go slow and steady and stay in the lines, the tool does all the work for you. Uh, caulking. Caulking is something that needs to ma- be maintained on almost all houses. All windows have some type of caulking on them. Now, I wouldn't just put caulking over the top of re- old caulking. You're going to want to remove the old caulking, and they actually make a blade that's designed to not harm any of the other materials around there, but it's just you know, strong enough to remove the caulking and flexible enough to get into those tight areas. You know, on these last two saws here, the circular saw and the oscillating saw, you said I would buy an, a different blade. Why is that? Is it the one that you buy it that comes with the saw? It's just not good enough? Yeah, you know, um, you know I'm a little particular on the things that I've used and the, the, the more experience I get, the what I know is if you spend money on good drill bits, good, good blades, your projects are going to turn out better and the blade's going to last longer. My problem is I get halfway through the project and now I'm dealing with a dull blade. Not only is that a danger to you, it's a danger to the material you're cutting as well. Dull blades lead to accidents and cuts and, and, and materials that just go bad. Most of the blades that come with saws are, I don't want to say they're single use, but it's not going to get through an all-day project. You know, I have the benefit of, of really running these tools through the gamut, Corey, where we're using them, you know, sometimes 10, 12 hours a day. So really start to find what breaks down. And and I, I, I think that the better the blade is, the, the less the saw has to work. It can actually lead to a longer life of your power tool. This is the Andy Lidness Power Tool Starter Kit. He's got the power drill, the circular saw, the oscillating saw, What's number four, Andy? For me, that's going to be the, 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 like, I know it's not really a power tool, but, well, 
It is, because it's battery-operated. And I was torn on this one, Corey. It was between the battery-operated chainsaw and the battery-operated backpack vacuum. Mm. Now, anybody that has used a shop vac in any type of space knows that it's only a matter of time if you're moving around or trying to get to a hard reach spot that it's going to tip over. You're going to have to come down the ladder, reconnect the hose or the cord. This just goes on your backpack and goes anywhere you want. Now, when it comes to a chainsaw, I find myself in need of this on a regular basis. What I hate is mixed gas. It doesn't matter where I put it, I'm going to spill it. It's going to make everything around it smell. And having a battery-operated chainsaw that I only have to worry about bar oil, I just keep that in my truck. And when uh, the time arises, you know, we deal with a lot of storm damage. Last year, those tornadoes came through. I had to cut a whole quarter mile back on a road before the emergency services had even been back there. And it was all done with a battery-operated Milwaukee chainsaw. You would have made a good lumberjack back in the day. I, you know, I think uh, I, I've missed my calling because it's, uh, it's definitely one of my most favorite things to do is, uh, is get out and, and, and run that chainsaw. I don't know what it is, but it's just fun. So we've got the Power Tool Starter Kit. It's complete. All right. So one of my questions would be on the power drill. What's the differences in bits? Like, all right, are there different brands? Are there different prices? Uh, even the sizes? Like, I, I it just, it, it can be overwhelming for me when I look and I see this, okay, and I have all these bits here. You know, that's, there's a lot to be said about that, but most of the tool manufacturers now, for again, for under $50, you can get almost every bit that you need, whether that's drill bits, Torx bits, there's the different size Phillips bits, flat bits, square bits, there's, you know, now I have, all of my drills have the capability of attaching any socket I own to it. So there's there's really, you can run the gamut on it, but for $50, you can get almost every bit you need. And this is why it's important. Everybody pro- that has done home improvements around their house has used the wrong screwdriver or mm-hmm. chisel for 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 the job at times or the wrong drill bit for certain jobs and broke it or broke whatever materials are on and you know i i'd like to say i'm not guilty of it myself but even recently i've i got a little bit lazy and i was running a bit and i got to one screw on this cabinet that i was putting together that was smaller than the rest of them and i decided to let it buck and of course my drill slipped off the screw and i put a nice hole in the side of the cabinet but uh, a little bit of uh, glue and sawdust, and my wife never knew about it. But You didn't tell her. I <laughs> did not tell her. I was able to hide it. Yeah. Uh, the, the other bit that is becoming really popular nowadays is the step bit. Have you ever seen those, like, cone-shaped triangle drill bits? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so it has the capability on the smaller one from going from a 932nd to a half-inch hole. So no matter the size of the hole you need, you can make it with one bit. So I could drill with one drill bit a hole that is either 9 and 30 seconds, 9 30 seconds wide or a half inch wide. Or if you go up to the bigger bit, that you can go up to an inch and a half wide versus a quarter inch wide, all in the same bit. So it's one bit for, for putting together a package in your truck, which for me, it's important on my job sites. The Getting that down to having tools and bits that have multi-uses is important. Now, these, they're not cheap. And if you're not used to using them, 
I would I would I would test some things first because it's really easy to make whatever hole you're drilling a little bit wider and there can be you know I uh, I think I have thirty dollars per bit I have into mine but I'm a year and a half into owning these and they're just as sharp as the day I bought them. I'm always impressed with the evolution of what well, you know when we talk about this the evolution of tools and and even the home improvement industry in, in general do they like test tools you know like like with everything else like in this world you know you test it but i assume that they would test tools too right yeah not only they're, they're testing tools but like right now most of the tool manufacturers have four or five different metal types they're testing for their drill bits what's going to last longer what's going to have the best chance of not stripping out or not getting you know what's not going to get dull when it hits a nail but still be flexible enough to do what it needs to do so they're so it's not only the tools that they're testing they're, they're testing what those tools are using like every day and right now i know of at least five six tools that are in the testing phases that that when they get released to the public it's it's going to change how we how we go about home improvements are there, there are there like sites that will tell you um oh you should be excited because this is coming and, and do, like do you follow that uh, you know, there are some blogs out there that talk about the, the future of tools, but I'm so involved in the industry. You know, I have uh, I have tool reps. I can talk to the people at DeWalt. I can talk to the people at Milwaukee. Uh, we have a tool rep that actually delivers tools to job sites for us. Uh, so it uh, we we buy a lot of power tools and a lot of equipment and we have a, a tool garage in my shop that has to be stocked with all different types of bits and hand tools and fasteners on, on a weekly basis. So we're constantly testing ourselves and trying out new equipment to see what works. So last year alone, just in Sawzall blades, we made a switch and the, the new blades that we bought were about $5 a blade more expensive or $5 a pack more expensive. I think they're coming in packs of 10, but they last three times as long. And that, that to me is worth it. You know, as soon as you hit your, anytime you're running a saw blade, it's only a matter of time before you run into a nail. And if you have a blade that can live through that, it's one worth keeping. Is there one thing that's on the horizon, relatively going to be, you know, on the market relatively soon that you're really excited about? Uh, yeah. Um, nail guns, uh, battery operated nail guns have been very poorly made. Uh, I just, uh, recently received the first 18 gauge Brad nailer. It's a, it's like a trim gun. And this gun is as good as any nail gun, whether that's air or gas operated that I've ever used. And this is battery operated. No, no hoses, no anything. And for, for me, that's, that's a big thing when it comes to safety. Fall hazards are something that we have to talk about all the time. And, and as soon as you can cut the cord and get rid of the hoses, it, it increases how much safety you're going to have. Not to mention gas and air guns typically have a lot of maintenance and these just don't seem to have it. So now they're coming out with framing guns, roofing guns, battery operated air compressors. And then there's uh, something that I know is getting tested right now. And it's a robot that is designed for removing shingles. That could be a real big game changer. It's not a job that anybody likes to do. And if, if this is going to make it faster and safer, I'm going to be all for it. DJ Roomba on the roof. Exactly. Roomba for your roof. We're pretty excited about it. I was telling you, I, I told you I, that, that, that new steel product that came out is a Roomba for your lawn. 
It's a robot lawnmower, and my old house living in town, I just had a little a little front yard. I'd have had that thing out there all the time. Just a, just a little Roomba mowing the lawn, baby. I like that. Yeah. And we're talking about a five-minute project, but I don't know why, why I think it's so cool is just having a robot mow your lawn for you. Yeah, well, that's because you can sit down and have a beer and watch it do its work. Exactly. It's in, I got to mow the lawn. That means I got to press start. I like that. Hey, here's a heads up. Andy, are there any scams out there? Like, are there home improvement scams that people have to watch out for? Yeah, you know, uh, the, the two biggest home improvement scams I see in our industry are door knockers trying to point out damage that they say was happened from a storm, but that really wasn't, or bait and switch type scams. Um, you know, the, the old joke in the contracting world is uh, there's this picture and it was a picture of a yacht and the yacht was named original order or no the yacht was named change order and the dinghy hanging off the back of the yacht was called original order and so change orders are something that a lot of contractors tend to use as a profit center a way to increase the profits on an existing job so be careful on the front end and try to find that out on the back end but if somebody's knocking on your door ever it's time to start asking a lot of questions. Don't believe everything they say. Definitely don't take it as the gospel. And like uh, we've talked about in, in previous podcasts, do your due diligence and get your three estimates and you shouldn't ever have to worry about scams. The people that take their time, make the phone calls and do the research really don't have to worry about the contractors as a whole are pretty good people. But, you know, I, I've told you the story where I had a customer take profile pictures of me because the last contractor they hired just took their down payment and never came back. Hmm. And they ended up having to pick them out of a lineup. So they wanted to have my picture in case they had to pick me out of a lineup someday. We, they'd never had to, we finished our job and, and they're happy, but it's still, you hear stories like that all the time. And it's unfortunate that a couple of bad apples give us bad names. It's a, uh, there's a reason though, why the, my industry, Corey, the home improvement industry is still the number one complained on industry in the better business bureau. But I got to put some onus on the customers too. doing your due diligence up front can save you a lot of headaches. Well, and it can be insecure, right? When somebody comes knocking on your door, Hey, look up there. You ever notice that you can be insecure as a homeowner. Cause you don't, you don't really know. You try to put your trust in that person, but what about somebody that's trying to sell you something you don't need? Um, and, and look, we're all about the planet, but I, I think about renewable energy, but, uh, you'll be sold. Hey, it'll, it'll pay for itself, but but will it? And, and I guess I suppose maybe that depends on where your house is at. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. It, solar has had a lot of issues in the last 10 years where people are telling you how much it's going to pay. Financing companies are getting involved where, the, where you're, you're going to be making so much money in electricity. It's going to pay for itself. And, and, and typically the payback on most these systems is gonna be 10 to 15 years, no matter which way you slice it. And you need to be upfront about that. So if they're not, if they're not telling you exactly what's going to happen and, and are being realistic about it, again, if you get a couple estimates, you should be able to tell the difference there. But solar as a whole is something I'm always very skeptical of. Yes, panels have come a long ways in the last couple of years, but uh, there's a reason why most of the solar companies around there started doing cartwheels when the government extended the tax credit. Because without that tax credit, most of the systems are not going to 
pay for themselves. If you live up in, in the north like we do, they probably are not going to pay for themselves. Having said that, I've had a couple of systems that, that did really well, but perfect scenario, south-facing slopes with enough square footage to make it work. Hey, here's a pointer. When it comes to power tools, I, I really truly believe that picking the right blade for the right project is important. Um, there's, there's blades that are specifically designed for finished wood. There's blades that are specifically designed for stone or ceramic. There's blades that are specifically designed for going through material that has nails. And on a typical saw, changing out these blades can take as little as two minutes. And for a two minute project, not only is it safer for you, it's gonna be safer for whatever materials you're working on. And this goes for almost every type of power tool, whether you're talking about drill bits or blades, there's one made specifically for that project. And if you take the time, it doesn't cost a lot of money to outfit the do-it-yourself garage with those types of blades. You're talking under $50 and you can have a good masonry bit, a good metal bit, and a good wood bit for drill bits. And for under $50, you can have a good saw blade for finished wood or laminate type countertop for wood with nails in it and for any type of cement work. It's funny how the small things make a big difference. It is. And, and trust me, I've used the wrong blade on plenty of projects and I usually regret it immensely. But sometimes, uh, you know, even me, I do this stuff every day. I try to put speed in front of getting it done right. And it's usually not the right answer. I like what you did there. You brought it all back. We started with our power tool starter kit. You talked about blades and then we brought it all back, Andy. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's something I get to work with every day, and I'm telling you, I, uh, the, every time the Acme tool catalog comes, Corey, my wife uh, shudders how much it's going to cost her because I, <laughs> I think I am addicted. They just came out with a new 12-inch miter box that I already have ordered. I'll be one of the first people to get it. He's going to hide it from you. you can't. Exactly. I, you know, I smartened up. Most of my stuff is shipped to the office now, so... It doesn't come home. It's lindusconstruction.com, L-I-N-D-U-S construction.com. Thanks, Andy. Thank you, Corey.